Welcome to The Manifesting Formula. I'm Christine Rizzo. In today's episode, we are getting specific as we dive deeper into the language of manifesting and the details that could either help us or hurt us. If you've asked yourself questions like, what words should you use to manifest your dreams into your reality? How do you speak manifesting language if there is one? Are the words and things you say keeping you from manifesting? Then keep listening, my friends, to find out if you are speaking the correct language when it comes to manifesting. Hello, my beautiful friends out there listening. How are you doing today? I hope you enjoyed my Money Mindset series and that you are putting all the tips and secrets that I gave you into action. Because if you really start doing the work, you will start seeing results. So tell me, how was your week? Mine was a bit busy. I had Katie's last high school performance. They had four performances and I went to three of the four. I had to, not only because it was the last time she will be performing on stage in a musical, but because it was also one of my favorite musicals ever. Chicago. I saw it on Broadway twice, and I cannot tell you how many times I've seen the movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones, Renee Zellweger, and Richard Gere. Another favorite is Burlesque with Christina Aguilera and Cher. If you have never seen either and you love musicals, then you need to see these two. Burlesque isn't a musical, it's a movie, though they should make it into one. Anyway, enough about what I love. Let's talk about what you love in telling the universe what we are thankful for. So tell me, what is it today that you are grateful for? Feel the love for whatever that may be and shout it out to the universe so the universe will shower you with more of those things. Today, I'm grateful for my ability to not hold on to anger, being able to let go easily and not hold a grudge, realizing when I do, I'm only hurting myself, sitting in the anger. It has taken me some time to get to this place of love for myself but it feels so good knowing that not only do I love myself, I love the person that I may have been angry with. It's really not worth it. It's not worth the pain that we put ourselves through and how we wind up affecting and pushing away what we are wanting to manifest. This is a challenge for all of you, my friends. Next time you start to feel the anger build up inside of you, remember that it's only because of your expectations of another person and try to recognize that. Try to realize that they aren't you, and that is okay. You do things your way how you like. They do things their way how they like. That doesn't mean that it's wrong. Ask yourself, is it really worth the fight? Is it really worth the anger and the pain just to get your point across or just to get the last word in? Trust me, it's not. Feeling peaceful is a much better feeling. Love is a much better feeling. And when we come from this place, we will create more feelings of love and feeling content through allowing and letting go. Okay, my friends, get those journals out. Keep them out because we are going to be writing a lot today. Let's first add a few new quotes to our list. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, what expectations are you clinging to? Allow the unknown. Number two, vision without action is a daydream. Action without vision is a nightmare. Number three, fall in love with taking care of yourself. Number four, stop missing out on life. Be present now. 
Okay, it's that time. Let's finally get into today's episode, which is on the language that we speak out loud toward ourselves and toward others. In today's episode, you are going to discover whether or not the language you are using, the thoughts that you are thinking, and the beliefs you have are keeping you from manifesting the things that you want. In today's episode, we are getting specific as we dive deeper into the language of manifesting and the details that can either help us or hurt us. If you've asked yourself questions like, what words should you use to manifest your dreams into your reality? How do you speak manifesting language if there is one? Are the words and things you say keeping you from manifesting? So before we jump in, I want to remind you that your intention is everything. If I give you advice within this episode that doesn't resonate with you, then I want you to go with your instincts. And how you feel about the words you're using can mean just as much, if not more, than the words themselves. Either way, I can only hope that this episode will give you some new tips and ideas if you're looking to add more to your manifesting journal. So let's talk about this. What actually is manifesting? In the event you're new to this podcast or to the concept of manifesting, maybe you would love a recharge. Let's take the time to talk about what it means to manifest and why it's important to understand this perception when talking about the language of manifesting. We manifest everything. We manifest our identities. Who you are and how you portray yourself determines what comes to you. If you walk through life believing that you're a successful business person, whether or not your external circumstances validate this belief yet, you will carry yourself with that level of confidence. When you walk the talk, you will radiate that energy to others and you will put yourself in more positions and opportunities for these circumstances to show up in your life. You will wind up saying yes to more things without feeling clueless. When you act as if long enough, your external environment will begin to reflect success back to you and validate how you felt all along. In other words, you have to be the success before you see the success. I know this sounds backwards and counterintuitive. It is. The world teaches us to seek validation before we try when society requires us to try before we are ever validated. Start to become the person that is already grateful for their success, and I promise you will attract that success to you. Now, you might be thinking, okay, great, Christine. So you're telling me that I manifested my identity. But how actually is my identity created? Now, I have mentioned this many times, but not in these words. Your identity is created from your thoughts your emotions, and how you behave, the actions that you take. The thoughts you have, what you think and say, create your emotions, how you feel, which then creates how you show up in the world, how you behave toward others, which are your actions, which is the actual manifesting formula, which is how we manifest. If you are new to this podcast and this is your first episode you are listening to, please go all the way back to the beginning and binge listen. There is so much information in each episode that you want to learn how to manifest correctly for your benefit. I mean, there really is no right or wrong way. We are creating every day. But what I mean is you want to learn how to create what you actually want. Start at the beginning. Okay, let's get back to what we were talking about. You manifest who and what you are. You create within all of the things that you believe about yourself. So please take notice of who you believe 
yourself to be? How would you describe yourself to others? Do you identify as a positive person, a negative person, someone highly intelligent, or maybe you identify with a disorder like ADD? Are you a night owl, a morning person, someone that is afraid of change, or are you one that loves personal development and live your life trying to become the best version of yourself? Listen, it's okay whatever it is, the story that you're telling yourself. Don't stress because we can always change our story and choose new identities. We actually need to choose new identities as we grow so that our life constantly reflects the new version we want to manifest. The importance of your identity is that you are a manifestation of your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. This is critical to understand because your thoughts are where everything starts. And your thoughts translate to the words you use and say. To speak the language of manifestation, you have to control your thoughts. You have to be mindful to create the things that you want. Our mindset and our words are our power. As you listen to this episode, you may want to go back to this section to use the tips that we are going to talk about to further your personal development and to address old identities that no longer serve you. Allow my tips and secrets to manifesting guide your progress. This podcast isn't going to give you the quick fix. I can promise you that. You have to do the inner work along the way if you want big, positive change in your life. If you're not interested in growing as a person or working on the areas of you that need to heal, no amount of manifesting tools, tips, or secrets that I share with you will help you create change. Because it's impossible, my friends, to out-manifest a fixed mindset. You can't learn to control your thoughts if you're not aware of what causes them. This awareness comes from the self-work by becoming the watcher of your thoughts, watching what upsets you, what triggers you, question yourself, and doing the inner work. Our mindset impacts our choices of words, and our words, what we speak out loud, are our thoughts expressed audibly. Our thoughts are very powerful, therefore our words are extremely powerful, and the intent behind our words is even more powerful. A question I get asked a lot when talking about any kind of manifesting lingo is, can we unintentionally manifest things we don't want? Yes, we can. We do it all the time. We unintentionally hold on to these identities that we don't even like, internalizing their creation. This might be the person who has decided they're bad at math, not smart, was never popular and still isn't, can't do well in school, never gets recognized, never wins at anything isn't good at this or that, can't, fill in the blank, my friends. The lessons I've learned from my own experiences are that it's much easier to manifest the things you want when you shift your focus, become intentional, and mindful of the words that you use. To get your mind right, you have to get your words right. Not just your spoken words, but your thoughts as well. Words matter, but your intent matters more, and it starts with your thoughts. I will constantly refocus my thoughts when I start to snowball and negative thoughts. You can go down a rabbit hole if you don't shift your focus from your thinking. I will remind myself, Christine, stop thinking about those things. Let's think about what we want instead of what we don't want. Remember, the more thought that you put toward what you're not wanting, you will manifest that into your life. So pay attention to what you're focusing on. And if it doesn't feel good when you are thinking about it, change your thoughts. Okay, get those journals back out and write this down. 
If you're driving in your car or working out, come back to this section of the episode later. Let's get into those tips and secrets of this episode that I was talking about earlier. Number one, you want to speak kindly to yourself. As we talk about changing the words we use to manifest, this includes self-talk, like criticism. When we use hateful words toward ourselves or judge ourselves harshly, we're manifesting more of this energy to us. This energy can be reflected back to you in a form of a judgmental neighbor, a critical boss, disease within your body, an illness, a rude coworker, being passed up for a promotion, backaches, headaches, even lack of sleep. We will never manifest a happier life by criticizing others. I can promise you that. In fact, this habit can counteract all of the other positive things that you are doing. So please, please be aware of this and try to change it. How you speak to yourself communicates your self-worth to the universe. What you believe you are worth is what you will attract. When you believe you aren't worthy, you will attract those to you that believe the same about you. We create what we think. And then that will prove your thoughts about yourself. Begin to notice if there are any reoccurring negative patterns showing up in your life. This could be the sign of a negative self-image. Ending a cycle of shame and self-criticism is especially important when you think about past events and traumas in your life. You did the best you could with the information that you had at the time. Learn to let go and forgive. Always be kind to yourself and shy away from the self-infliction of punishing yourself. Speak loving thoughts to yourself. Speak kindness to yourself. Speak powerful, loving words, and you will receive more of that back to you. Number two, try to avoid any kind of negations. Using any kind of negation as we think about what we want is a common mistake that most people make. For the reason that our brains are used to thinking more negatively than positively, as it's easier for the brain to create the hormones related to stress and anxiety than it is to create positive hormones. When we imagine what we do want, we normally phrase this in a relation to what we don't want. If the focus of what you are wanting to manifest is on the subject, throwing the word not into the sentence does not change the subject. Saying, I am not going to be late, tells the universe late, that you want to be late. Instead, go with something like, I'm going to arrive on time. Sounds much better, right? If you say, I will not be looked over during the next promotion, translate to, look over me for the next promotion, pass me by. The universe focuses on intention. And when you say, do not think of an elephant, where does your mind go? It's the exact same way with manifesting. Remember, the universe doesn't speak our language. It follows the subject of a sentence, the overall focus. What you focus on, you create. Most people would never read the sentence, I am not in debt and envision a mansion. That's what you're asking the universe to do when you use negations. The universe doesn't understand no, not, or don't. It's easier than it sounds to use words other than the word not or its sneaky friends that also communicate less of something such as never, losing, letting go of. What's the opposite of pain? The opposite of debt? The opposite of not having enough money for your bills? Look for other ways to get your point across and over time you will use a more positive language by default. 
If you find yourself in the middle of a sentence and you're about to drop a not, just stop and start over. It is always okay to give yourself permission to start over. Progress over perfection. The way we speak is a habit and we all have to unlearn the bad habits we've created. I still have to work on my habits because from time to time, they do pop up. We're only human. We all make mistakes and it's okay. It's catching them and then correcting them. We have the luxury of being imperfect. All we have to do is try to learn from our past mistakes and move forward. If you grew up with a negative mindset, this will not be an easy shift. However, you can change things if you want to. Our words are powerful manifestations of what we have created, and so many beautiful things can happen when we take responsibility for them. Number three, you want to be mindful of the subject. Be mindful about the intent of the subject in your sentence, also known as the topic of your sentence. Is the topic of your sentence a conversation with another, negative or positive? A sentence that is centered around positivity is powerful and optimistic. A sentence centered around negativity feels hopeless and pessimistic in comparison. Let me give you a few examples. I want you to repeat these out loud after me. Number one, I will create abundant wealth. Number two, I want to get out of debt. Can you feel the difference? Here's another example. Are you ready? Number one, I am choosing to make healthier choices. Number two, I have to give up sugar and cookies. You're conveying similar ideas, but the two are very different tones. The subject matter wealth versus debt have very different feelings or energies. To check yourself, compare the subjects and sentences you're constantly using when thinking about manifesting whatever it is that you want. Are the subjects you're using making you feel good and open? Or do you feel dread and tightness? In other words, do the words make you feel good or bad? Really pay attention to your emotions as this is your signal if you need to change your sentence. It's called trying on words. This is why a lot of people believe that manifesting doesn't work because they don't realize the subjects of their sentences or how it's making them feel. They both matter just as much as your intention. Most people will focus on the negative subject instead of reframing them into a positive. So they're manifesting more of what they don't want by focusing on a subject they don't want. The universe focuses on the subjects you think about, wealth, debt, health, illness, money, bills, gain, loss. The subject energy of your sentence matters just as much, if not more, than your words. Keep it focused on what you do want, not what you don't want. Keep it positive, my friends. Number four, you want to use affirmative language to speak your power. Get used to expressing affirmations out loud by using definitive language. This, my friends, is your no bullshit way of saying exactly what you want. No beating around the bush. No adding ifs, buts, or maybes. Definitive language is extremely powerful, and it can become a default setting with practice. Non-affirming statements usually start with something like, I should, I would like to, I want to, I hope to, or I will try, I'm going to try. These phrases aren't confident or powerful and do not hold any weight for accountability. It's a sneaky way for the ego to subconsciously think, 
I said I should try, not that I was going to. Or I said I will try, not that I will accomplish. Or I said I hope, not that I will. We are so used to speaking this way because our brain is doing its job, keeping you comfortable and preparing you for failure. It's keeping you safe from feeling defeated, unaccomplished, or unsuccessful. So it comes out with a language that we've gotten so used to telling ourselves. I said I was going to try. I didn't say I was going to do it. So when you do fail from not taking action, you will have the best excuse as to why you did. Instead of the I shoulds, use powerful language. Speak power into your intentions. Set your intentions by being clear about what you want. So the brain doesn't have time to try to redirect your thoughts into the possibility of being a failure. To manifest abundance, you have to feel abundant and speak it into existence. The stronger the language, the more you will not only convince yourself, but the universe as well. Here are a few examples. Number one, I would like to be successful. Number two, I am successful. How do these two different versions feel in your body when you say each of them out loud? When I compared how my body felt when I said each statement to myself, I noted that when I stated out loud, I would like to be successful. My body hunched a bit forward. I felt the urge to look down at my feet and shrug. This sentence definitely did not make me feel empowered, strong, or powerful. When I switched the statement to, I am successful, my head rose, I stood taller, I smiled, I felt the feeling of success flood right through me. I embodied the abundance I became and therefore I am, the identity of success. I'm attracting more of that success to me. When you can tell the difference between the way these two sentences feel, you'll be able to pick up on the energetic difference between the two. When you learn to default to an affirmative tone by stating what you want, by expecting, you will begin speaking with such power and you will then start speaking the language of the universe. Start each sentence with, I am, I do, or I have. Affirm your manifestations. Be direct. Don't ask for it. Become it. Take it. Act as if. The universe isn't fluent in any language but energy. So when you think about your word choices, be mindful and stay positive. So let's do a recap of what we spoke about today. It will take some time to break down any negative identities and the habits that created them as you work to build up a healthier lifestyle with new identities. Whenever you need to, you can always listen to this episode again for a refresher. You want to use affirmative language with intention behind the words you are speaking. Be mindful of your subjects and how you phrase your words. Avoid any kind of negations and speak to yourself with love and kindness, exactly how you would speak to a friend. Start slowly. This week, begin to notice your speaking patterns and habits. Begin your sentences with, I am or I have. Avoid using the words not or never and focus on the glass half full approach instead of half empty. Thank you all for listening to the Manifesting Formula podcast and for spending your time hanging out with me today. I appreciate you more than you know. If you would like to leave a five-star review on any of the platforms that you listen to about my podcast, I would feel so honored and extremely grateful. I will also read your review in one of my upcoming episodes. If anyone is interested in taking any of the courses that I offer online, just go to thelifecoach.academy to access them there. 
I just came out with a new course for anyone that is starting their own business. It's called How to Start a Successful Business. It's a great course filled with so much content from creating your ideal avatar to standing out from your competition, creating your website, the formula to following through, and so much more. There are six modules with three to four lessons in each, and you will have this course forever. So you can take your time once you sign up and go at your own pace. Just go to www.thelifecoach.academy to sign up online. Oh, and the best news, you get 12 weeks of coaching. Yes, that's right. It comes with the course. 12 weeks of weekly coaching with me. Can't wait to meet you. So don't forget to sign up to my new course, How to Start a Successful Business. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world, sending you all so much love, peace, and abundance. And if no one has told you today, I love you. Now go out there and manifest some miracles. See you next week, my friends. Bye. What we teach you at the Life Coach Academy is more than a program. It's an experience that changes your life. Through this unique program, you will discover who you really are. And in turn, you will help your clients become who they've always wanted to be. Coaching is more than a career. It's a calling. Our program is founded on the formula of life, love, and gratitude. We go above and beyond to make sure that when you certify with us as a life and spiritual coach, you have not only transformed to your best self, but you have everything you need to become the best in your career. We give you far more than a certification. We give you a proven method that works. We integrate life coaching, energy, intuition, and spirituality all in one very comprehensive program. The experience you will go through is transformational. So, are you ready for a whole new life?